You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody from Messi and Co. I am here with Ashley. We have a lot to talk about in regards to Messi and if he will be playing in the U.S. Open Cup final. What's up with his injury? What has Tata said? What is his status? So before we get into that and more, we'll go ahead and get a quick word from one of our sponsors and we'll get right into it. If you are ready to transform your backyard into a haven of relaxation and luxury, look no further than our amazing podcast sponsor, L'Aqua Azura Pool Services. With over 20 years of industry experience, L'Aqua Azura is a name you can trust when it comes to services, equipment repairs, and restoration for all things pools. If you're looking in the South Florida area for your pool to be serviced on a month-to-month basis, L'Aqua Azura boasts an impressive five-star rating on Google reviews, and it's a testament to their dedication to the customer satisfaction and top-notch service. Also, if you mention Messi & Co., you will get your first month of pool service absolutely free. So don't wait for pool service, patio renovation, or more. Call them now at 954-793-7206 and get a free quote for any project. Thanks, L'Aqua Azura. All right, everybody. So we wanted to do a quick pod tonight just to kind of talk about everything that happened in regards to Messi and status. But first, I want to say, hey, Ashley, how are you doing? How's everything I'm going? Good. I'm good. How are you doing? It's it's only been, what, two days since we last spoke, but it feels like longer. Yeah, it does feel like longer, especially with all the news that's been coming out and all the reports out of Argentina, all the reports coming out of Inter-Miami practice. So it's just a lot, I guess, to digest and, and so many different types of reports. So Really, we want to kind of talk through some of those reports, talk through through, uh, through some of the quotes that we've seen and kind of, I guess, put together the puzzle of what is Messi's status? What happened to Messi? Is he going to play? So uh, we'll go ahead and talk about Jordi Alba and Messi subbing out early. We know that Messi and Alba had both rested for the Atlanta game. Messi hadn't played uh, since playing against Ecuador in the uh, Conmebol elimination games for World Cup. So he had left that game early, well, not even that early. There were about two minutes left to play in that game. He asked to be subbed out, which was quite strange because, again, there was only two minutes left, and he's not someone to come out of the game, especially if he starts the game. Um, so that was weird. Jordi Alva ends up coming off at the 33rd minute of the game on Wednesday night against Toronto. It, we've seen some of the replays. It looks like he might have tweaked something. Then Messi, four minutes later in the 37th minute, he asked to be uh, to come out as well. So it was just 
a really strange game to that moment. Um, kind of want to get your thoughts on that. What do we what do we think about not only one, but both after having been rested, coming out so early in the game, not even making it to halftime? Yeah, I mean, I think that there was so much that happened on Wednesday. We were all kind of in overload of, you know, what was happening with the injuries and then with the game, the score, you know, what it meant for the playoffs. There was a lot of thoughts going through everyone's heads. So we weren't exactly sure uh, about what was happening with Messi and Jordi Alba. And then, you know, in hindsight, we're all like, something's not adding up because you certainly wouldn't do two substitutions before halftime unless you could, you know, prevent it. And then, you know, Messi would never do it four minutes after someone just got subbed off and, and using a window. So it's definitely, it was definitely peculiar. I mean, I know we're going to go over some of Tata's quotes as well as some of the reports coming out of Argentina and, you know, basically saying, you know, what is actually, what was really going on with Messi? What was really going on with Jordi Alba? How are they feeling? Is it significant? Is it going to affect moving forward? I also want to apologize. I think there's there's a big thunderstorm happening near where I live. And so if you hear the occasional thunder like yeah, that, <laughs> that's why. Um, but so, yeah, it was, it was strange. It's still strange. I mean, I don't know if we're going to really know the effects of everything until next Wednesday, because obviously we both know they're not playing in the, in the game against Orlando, but yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it because we're getting a lot of different things from a lot of different directions and really time will only tell. Yeah. And it was really strange. I know that you had shared a statistic. I believe that it was in our post game um, that this is not something that happens very often. It was only the eighth time in 937 career starts for Messi that he had been subbed off before the half. And before this time, the last time that that had actually happened, was that one time that he broke his arm back in 2018 against uh, Sevilla and Camp No? So, again, something that was very odd, something that we weren't used to. So I think that that's why it ended up alarming a lot of people because it's very outside of Messi's uh, character and Messi's uh, history to be asking to come out of a game so soon. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that we were also asking ourselves was, you know, we had also we had actually talked in the pregame about whether Messi would play and we were kind of discussing, you know, would he come in from the beginning and maybe get subbed out in the second half? We had also talked about would it be, which is something that you had thought would happen. It'd be he'd play and then maybe get subbed in sometime around the, I forgot what you said exactly, maybe 60, 70th minute around there. Uh, some of us also were thinking maybe would it be the reverse? Would it be that Messi uh, doesn't start, but rather once the game is maybe uh, towards the end, maybe he comes in around the 70th minute and plays the remaining minutes. It was just a lot of, I guess, um, just trying to figure out what was going to go through uh, Tata's game plan. And I guess that was the end, end, end all question was what ended up happening now? Was it, you know, part of the plan for them to come out before the second half? And Tata Martino was actually asked about this after the game. And we have a quote from him that said, this was definitely not the plan. They didn't expect Messi, excuse me, um, that we didn't expect Messi and Alba to finish the game, but that they had expected them to play about 45 to 60 minutes to make sure that they were getting back into rhythm. Because I think from the beginning, the plan was probably not to even have them play in Orlando regardless of what happened. I think especially right. there was such a short period of time before between the Orlando game and the U.S. Open Cup final. So this was not part of the plan at all, right? Yeah, no, I, I think, and I we can always discuss till the end of time 
was it worth starting or should they have come off the bench? Should they not have played at all and just waited until next Wednesday? I think we can make arguments why that is not the best idea because, you know, rhythm and you don't want to go from not playing for 20 plus days to then, you know, thrusting yourself into a final. We understood why they needed to get minutes. And then whether it was starting or coming off the bench, there's there's pluses and minuses to both. If the game was already, you know, in in hand and then you put them on and risk injury, it's like, well, that was for nothing. But, you know, wanting to get get them some minutes. So it was it was kind of just one of those things where I don't know if it was bound to happen, but I think it was a can't win, can't lose situation. You know, like there's. I mean, well, you can lose, obviously, if he's not. Well, but it was yeah. – there was – no matter what you did, something was kind of going to always have its equal and opposite reaction. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's part of what they they thought could potentially happen. They probably would have wished it w- they could have made it to halftime, but they know their bodies well, Alba and Messi, and, and hopefully it was, you know, for the, the best decision moving forward. Exactly, and actually – to your point, what you said that they know their bodies well, that's even something that Tata Valentino had mentioned himself. He had said that Messi's experience allows him to realize when it's time to stop and when it's time to say enough. So that was something that uh, Tata says that at this stage in his career, Messi knows when to say, you know, I've had enough at this point. And it seems that maybe that was the case this time, uh, whether it was an injury or fatigue that he had said, you know, I, at this point, I don't I don't want to risk anything else. Um, so we'll go ahead and talk about Tata Martino on Messi's status. Again, we've got a bunch of quotes that all type, all reporters from Argentina and even some of our, our home reporters have asked. And um, basically what Tata Martino says, and this is a quote from him, he said, it's scar tissue from an old injury that's bothering him. There were no signs of a muscle injury from the scans that he brought with him from Argentina, national team duty. We also rested him against Atlanta because of that scare that was bothering him. And I believe the situation is the same and there isn't a muscle injury. So, you know, we've heard different reports as to whether he actually injured himself. uh, Was it just muscle fatigue? Uh, I've also seen that apparently he had tweaked himself. And this is something about a while ago from an older injury. And this is just something that every now and then reoccurs and he makes sure that he stops himself from, from injuring it even further, especially knowing that um, this is just the beginning for him. He just started this the, the halfway through the season for Miami. Uh, he's got an, an MLS playoff push in front of him. He's got the, the final coming up. He wants, he's got some national team duty coming up in October. And then obviously next year he's got the, Copa America that's going to be here in the U.S. So I think that he's watching out for his body. But I think that's good news, right? I I mean, from that quote, it seems like it's not something too serious. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and this is now, you know, the fourth or fifth different third-party source which have given the same information that we got from the Argentina camp, that we got from Tata, that we got from the training staff, that we got from the reporters. So that doesn't have an injury. It's not an injury. It's it's a flare-up of something where it is he is just being incredibly proactive he felt it a little bit maybe a sore fatigue of it but he did not re-injure any part of him and he didn't aggravate an old I mean he he's it's bothering him but like it's not like he aggravated the injury to a point where it's re-injured him so as far as we know I think that was you know 
something everyone kind of hoped and and we're happy about. I also Messi's incredibly smart. I think he understands that you know this they were playing against the worst team in MLS, right? The worst team in the Eastern Conference, a team that gives up a lot of goals. He believes in his teammates. He believes in their form and. Even though it was, you know, tactically probably not his best decision, if he thought for one second, he's like, I don't think I, I should keep doing it even for whatever. I think it's better to hold off. He said it immediately and he had belief in his team. This wasn't like it was the final. You know, I my best thing to say is if this was next week, if this was Wednesday and the score was 0-0 and he was felt, felt discomfort in the 36th minute, no way in hell is he coming out. So – that just, I think, goes to show situationally he made – he's 36 years old. He understands he has another two and a half years with Inter-Miami. They have a big cup final coming up. There's a lot of great things happening. He's going to play in Copa America next year. That's, as he said in his interview this week. So I think he was just being extraordinarily careful. I think Jordi Alba we know less about. But, yeah, I, I think he's I think he's fine. I think he's just has to rest it. He has the humidity. He's dealing with Florida. He's a little older. I think that's really it. I think that you bring up a great point. It's also him knowing that he is older. And when you're older, obviously it takes a little bit more of a toll on your body to have so many games back to back to back. If you have a reoccurring injury that you you deal with that apparently isn't that serious, but you want to make sure it doesn't get to the point that it's that serious. So it, it's been said through multiple reports from Argentina that it, he's actually dealing with a right hamstring injury that's been an injury that's kind of flared up throughout his career so it's not something new and he knows I think when it's getting to the point that I, I've got to stop so um yeah I and think he's, also, he's so efficient he's efficient yeah. with his body with his and with time he needs to miss you know like obviously we don't know 100% what's going to happen you know, over the next few weeks, I think we all expect him to be starting next Wednesday. You never know until you know, but he's incredibly efficient throughout his career, especially in the last, you know, 10 years with how much time he needs to miss for certain things. You rarely, rarely have seen him have, a, you know, a muscle injury or something that is not, you know, self-induced or he pushed himself a little too hard and he he can't get away from it and go back to 100%. That doesn't happen with him. He knows his body really, really well. And so, yeah, I think this is just another instance of him knowing his body so much, thinking a little bit ahead and trying to set up for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, exactly. opponent they were facing. Exactly, 100% agreed. And um, knowing, again, what you said, just it was against a weaker side. I felt like he had confidence also in the team, knowing that he didn't necessarily have to be there the rest of the game and risk himself. Because I, I feel like, especially knowing Messi, if he felt like, if, I, I mean, if it was the final, he, right. it, no, chance way, he he, no chance he's coming out. And I think that he knew that he had the opportunity to do that there. Um, so with that, we kind of, you know, will Messi be playing in the U.S. Open Cup final? And I think this is tricky because it's six days away. It's on Wednesday. And this seems to be, while it's not a new injury, it's a lingering injury. It seems to be uh, something that's with scar tissue. And it was, while not serious, serious enough to make him uh, leave the game in, in precaution. Is six days enough time for him to be ready for the U.S. Open Cup final? And I think that there's 
different ways that we can answer this. It's from a physical standpoint, will he be ready? Um, we know that he's someone that lives for competition and lives for those moments. And if he's able to play, he's going to give it a hundred percent shot to make sure that he's there, especially for his teammates, especially knowing that he can help inter Miami make history here. So, I mean, we can only guess, but I'm interested to, to know what you think. Uh, do we think that he's going to be making it to the U.S. Open Cup final? And if he does, is he playing the entire time? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think unless everyone has lied to us and that it is an injury and that they're hiding something really bad, and he blew his hamstring, knock on wood. I think there's like a 1% chance he doesn't play on Wednesday because it's there's so many reasons why. But I could say that the club would 100 times out of 100 rather him play in the final, potentially win on home soil this really big prestigious cup and not play for the rest of the season and be ready to start again in, in April. I mean, I know we're really close to a playoff push and we all want him to play. And I, that's, you know, we're hoping that he continues to get better because he knows himself. It's great training staff, people taking care of his body. He'll continue to be okay. But I can't see a world where the cup final on Wednesday is not the number one priority for every single person in that building to have him start and to have him play and to answer your question, how many minutes we play, I'd say if it's anything less than a two-goal advantage, uh, he's playing the full 90. Unless, you know, it's, yeah. it's enough of a thing. But, yeah, that's, so that's that's my not-so-professional opinion is that if, you know, 
Greatness doesn't take days off. We've all said that before, unless it's a really bad injury, like not really bad, but unless it's something that they're severely underplaying and are hiding from literally a hundred different news sources. I, I don't see him not playing. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the moment, I, I think that that's going to be the most telling sign to see how serious is right. this. And maybe they did hide it from everyone. Maybe they've done an amazing job and it's, it is worse than they're making it seem. And, you know, yeah. they duped everyone, but I don't know it to be able to get so many clean x-rays and medical and third party and sources and everyone to say the exact same thing. That is not a new injury. I, yeah, I don't, I, I think, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, but it is for sure going to be a telltale sign of, the severity right. of this because if he doesn't play then obviously it, it's it's much more serious than people have said and i think the thing that brings doubts as well is the fact that there have been while nobody's confirmed that it's a serious injury there have been different reports as to how serious it is yeah. or or how um alarming this may be because there there was that first report from as soon as he finished the game against ecuador in buenos aires it was he tweaked something then it went to he went through the medical um the medical tests and everything came back normal then it was he has a lingering injury then it was it's just fatigue then it was scar tissue so i think that i while i it seems at face value that maybe it's not the most um severe injury i don't know where on the spectrum of of the non-severe spectrum it is. Is it? Really and just you know, by the way, I think it could be all three of those things. I think it could yeah. be fatigue, and he's had to play a crazy amount of games in a very short amount of time, and he's thirty-six years old. I think it could be that in his game in Argentina, he felt the scar tissue and he felt it yeah. for the first time. He's felt it in a while, and he wanted to be super precautionary. And I think it could it could be something where it, he thought it would use 100% back. And then after running for 37 minutes and 90% humidity on Wednesday, he's like, mm, and maybe not. Like, I think all of those things could be true. You know, it doesn't, not one thing is over the other. All of those factors make complete sense and can all exist without it being a really bad new injury. Those could all be, you know, those are factors of being a 36 year old playing, you know, for a tropical team. Yeah. When you're in yeah. the humidity. And, and and the fact that he even made it on the field, I think that because we had, I, I know that there were thoughts out there that did they rush him back to playing too yeah. soon? And from what Tata has said, it's not the case. They said that he, they started him on Wednesday because he had trained well. Apparently, he went through a test that they referred to as a speed test, which I can only uh, try right. to deduce that it was something about somewhere um, – something that has to do with him running and making sure that he's in the right shape and has the right stamina when he runs. Um, and he had asked him and he had asked Alba, both Messi and Alba, if they were good to play. They both reiterated to him a few times that they were ready to play. So it wasn't something where they rushed him back too early. They were apparently ready to play. Um, and I know that you've played sports. I've played sports. I think that some of us that have gone through injuries playing sports very much know that you, you I mean, just walking – or running is not the same, or training is not the same as being in an actual game. So you might feel yeah. like you're ready, like you're, you know, you're you're doing your box jumps, or you're doing your squats, you're, doing, you know, running on the field. You feel then good. All of a sudden, yeah, you feel and then you get in that game, and you're like, yeah. holy cow, not I'm not ready. So I think fingers crossed that that is the case 
uh, with Messi. He was ready to go. He felt like he was ready to go. He felt something. Not that he got injured. And I'm just going to be cautious and, and, and get out of the game. So fingers crossed that that's the case. We'll find out more uh, when it comes to the actual game. And if he's in the starting lineup, that'll give us a better indication of whether, um, you know, it's, it's severe or not. But we won't get too much into this because obviously we'll do a pregame for it. But it is going to be a really tough game against Houston, who's playing at a really high level right now. They're fourth in the West. They just beat a Vancouver side at 4-1. So this is not going to be... And it's a final, so it's not like he's going to come in there and, you know, have a game against Toronto where he can kind of give 50 or 30 or 40 percent and the team can still win. This is going to be a game where they're going to need 100 percent Messi. Um, and I also or, think that's something he knew. Like, you know, that's yeah. why I, I think I also don't see a situation where he would ever be like, mm, I, I don't I don't know if I should play, but let me just do it against the yeah. worst side knowing I have a final next week. He would never say that. No, nah, he so wouldn't, just, no. It would just be a situation where, you know, he was getting up to game speed. Maybe they thought 45 minutes is plenty. At 37 minutes, he's like, better not chance it. I think it really yeah. could just be that simple. And uh, in terms of playing Houston, I, by the way, what I also thought about with Messi, why he's just, just an alien, is when he felt the twinge or whatever it was, or he felt yeah. like he, wanted, he, he ran his race and he was ready to come off. Yeah, it would have to pass, which is... The pa that pass was... Yeah. Like he was like not even looking. He wasn't even you know he was ninety degrees. It was like whatever, whatever. whatever. And then like, <laughs> flings yeah. it, and it was maybe a centimeter away from going over the defender's head and being yeah. on a platter for Joseph. Like a centimeter away that he did from not even looking in that direction. He did it from the halfway line, looking the other way, and he was and he knew it was his last pass beforehand. He's like, yeah, let me just let me just wing it over. Imagine. It was insane when I watched oh. after. I was like, what the hell? That's not human. No. So no, that was, that was a, a really good pass. It almost made it through, yeah, to Joseph. I did notice that. That was incredible, which was also actually something that was funny was, um, it was mentioned later, Tata said that Jordi had gone, uh, had tweaked something, I, which I think his is a bit more serious than Messi's yeah, from, from what I read. He actually seems like he has a minor injury, so we'll, we're, I think his status is also up in the air for Wednesday. But Messi apparently... Uh, signaled over to Tata and Tata thought that Messi wanted to come out, but he was signaling to Tata about Alba to try to bring attention to Alba, letting him know, hey, Alba's messed up. Like, I think he needs to, to leave. So that, I thought that was funny. And then four minutes later, obviously, it was, it was him. But it was just right. like, in the middle of the game, like, Messi is just, not only is he focused on passing and making plays, but he's focused on making sure that everybody else is taken care of, which is, is, is just him. He's... um. He's he's selfless. He's a selfless guy, humble guy, and he's always looking out for. He cares for about the his team. teammates so much too, which is why, again, you know, we don't know everything. Yeah. We know what we know. We know what we've been told. But if we can take everything for face value, plus or minus a few degrees of exaggeration on both sides, meaning yeah, it's probably a little tighter than they want to admit, but also it's not as bad as people want to make it seem. I think it could lie somewhere in the middle. I would be really, really surprised if they if he didn't start on Wednesday um, because I also think he did, he wasn't playing 100% in terms of not effort. That's not the right word because he gives effort and everything, but like his gas, like his, you know, yeah. his engine wasn't at 100% for minute one. And I mean, I'm sure that was tactical, but I would expect that minute one next Wednesday we'll see the engine on and we, you know, I think they're going to try come hell or high water 
to get that trophy at home win the U.S. Open Cup, be the reigning champions of now two of domestic competitions, and then, go, you know, see how he feels, see how they all feel, and go from there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That I think that is the priority right now, um, winning two cups with yeah. Messi I can also coming see in Alba being season, a sub. So. I can see Alba being like coming in and either at halftime or the 50th minute and then letting Noah Allen start and, and then bringing in Alba. I can, I can see that being a situation yeah. where they want especially to after, that safe. Yeah, especially yeah. after Noah's performance. You know, Noah has been doing amazing. So I don't think mm-hmm. that, you know, that I, I think that that's very much an option definitely for, for Alba, especially seeing that again, he, he might be dealing with something a little more serious than Messi. There's no need to to risk him. Give him he can get his minutes in the second half. But um, with that, yeah, I, it's it's kind of up in the air. Hopefully, we'll we'll find out some more news uh, tomorrow on Saturday. We're fil- uh, filming this on uh, Friday, so uh, we're hoping, fingers crossed, that Messi does does uh, make it to the final. I think that we are very optimistic, uh, Ashley and I, that uh, that will be the case. We can't see mi- Messi missing a final unless he's really really injured. Um, so with that. Make sure to catch us tomorrow. We're going to be doing a pregame show. So that'll be available on the Five Reasons Network YouTube, as well as on our Messi and Co. podcast on Spotify, as well as Apple and wherever it is that you guys listen to your uh, podcast. And that's it for today. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. And we let us know in the you. comments. Let us know in the comments what you think, oh, yeah. right? Like, where do you, what do you predict with Messi? How do you think he's okay? Do you think they're not telling us enough. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be starting Wednesday. We want to hear what you want, what you guys think. Yeah, exactly. And we'll try to reference some of those in the pregame show, see if we can answer some of your questions. So that's a, a great point, Ashley. Thank you. So uh, with that, you uh, we'll let you guys go, and we'll catch you on the next one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.